Hey guys, guys, it's Ben Yuko here, guys. Get ready for the current event show. So we're going to get this thing going and get this whole thing looking nice, looking great, and looking how it should be, all right? So I want you to take a look back and take a look at great things. All this. this is the program, and the program starts now. Here we go. Mm-mm. Hello, everybody here. My name is Ben Yuko with Zoe Media Enterprises. Welcome to the current event show on the, the last day of January, January 31st, 2021-22. How's everybody doing today? It's great to be with you. We're going to get through two stories quick. We're going to have a few things going. We're going to get this, 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 things very quick, quickly. Got a lot going on today here. So we're going to just fly right through these these stories. Count. Very, very impressed with the Wild again. Wild always kicking ass. Always finding those defensive, big, making those big stops in defense. Scoring late at times, okay? That offense was, we got, we're, we're looking good on that set, so I think. So, Caprizi's just doing what he normally does in order to keep the game going. So, that's enjoyable how things should actually be. So, I, I think that they are actually showing a lot of effort. They're showing a lot of things they're doing today. They're showing a lot of courage into it. So I'm very, very proud of the games that we have had so far. With the Minnesota Wild, with two of the games, with the, with the, the Islanders and stuff. Let's take a look at the other news that were going on. Okay, so this is this one.
and that's what's gonna be looked at. So this is the, this is from our favorite people um, at the zone coverage. It's on Jordan Greenway to raise the level of the security blanket line. The trio of Joe Elkins and Jordan Greenway and Fulton show how strong a line they could be last season and became more dominant. All three guys are big and strong. More that are relying team. The kind of style and heavy style of play is difficult to maintain at a 60-minute game, but that doesn't stop them from passing the opportunity of all 20 feet of the ice rink. The line has yet to surrender goal on five on five this season. A test of their dominance that's 29 game over 184 minutes to get. When the Minnesota goalie has been living on easy speed, the Wild are extremely eager to keep that performance rolling to next year and beyond. They are closing on the contract up for Greenway. They will keep all three numbers on the line. Coach Dean Eckerson called his security blanket together for the foreseeable future. And this is a deservable contract. He deserves it. If you can work that hard, you can actually, you play good defense, you start playing consistent game, you're going to actually make things happen. So I want you to realize that the Wild are going to be doing a lot of big things with that. So I want you to understand, this is very, very important to keep the Wild where it is on the top. So let's try to see the containment, the pursuit, and everything that is going to work out. So I want you to stand that portion of it. But that has that line dominant offense. Considered to take on all of teams' best line night after night. A 2.0 GF60 is a great number, especially if they are not giving it in. Foley leads the trail in goals in 9, 5 on 5, 5 Erickson 3, and Greenway 2. Those goals totally feel pretty low for a line that spends a lot of time on the offensive zone. But that is with Foley always suppressing his career high for goals. Both Erickson and Green are on the page to do the same thing. As the season progresses, this isn't said the line isn't doing anything. This line has been more incredible all season. So, with all the time spent on offense, it seems that they are leaving more goals on the table than firmly in third with our team beyond the and foul line lines and shot per hour. That makes sense because Dean Ellison uses that line permanently to check in situations, but there is too much size and scale for left. Leg far without the wild outer top line. The line is so disruptive in the offensive zone, but they're 2.6x times GF. They're not disruptive enough around the net. Erickson is fourth on the team in the 5 on 5, Foyle is seven, but Jordan Greenway has the lowest any four on the team with more than 30 games played. Now they're done, now they're talking about Jordan Greenway's new contract. We um, now you're expected to do a much better team that is showing people the effort of what you're actually showing. So that's what we should be looking at when it comes to the wild. So the wild has to be so containing the effort of what the wild should be doing. A new contract we. Raise as we do it, especially at three 
three million dollar price tag. But at this point, Greenway has been a nice player, but he has not been a nice a player that the Wild could consider a vital piece of their quest with the standing cut. Minnesota Pendy salary can help me every dollar spent has to deliver certain parts of value. Will Greenway provide the value that may is it a new kind of a run hard bargain? <coughs> Excuse me. So far, it seems not. His physical is not. The Y might miss it when they took on the run a few weeks ago. I'll tell you that Green Bay is playing around replacement level. The second, 252nd round pick by former GM Fletcher must find a way to be more effective in the offense that his line controls the shots and go out with herhockerviz.com. He looks like he is simply a hitch than a play driver. One simple thing he can do to deliver and shoot the pop more earlier as it killed was wake up the assist where he took the off when he started shooting the puck. It allows him to continue the magical ride now in his sophomore year. Erickson, Eric was in family snake bite in his first 82 games of the season. His defense was always there, but his offense took the last season when he decided to shoot the pop more frequently and go to another outlet. Zach Breezy shooting pop is never a bad idea for any player, and Greenway could to help enjoy a selfish with the puck. The full Erickson, Eric, and Greenway line is dumb and can match up against any line of the opposite offers. They are disruptive force in the offensive and therefore taking wreck havoc on defensive men. Erickson's son, Ilk, has found a way to turn an all offense. Folio is having great decisions at the number 14. One side of change the mindset by George can raise that line from a diamond to a leap by doing so he will have to steal another terrific sign to navigate Minnesota through the cap hell use. Until he does though, he still is a hitch hiker on the line and you might make them regret this contract. So we got it's good to talk about I am supportive of it, but I also wanna look at look at the considerations at, at that time. So don't hope your hopes up for this deal. So I want everyone to understand that. Okay. Okay, so that's one of the big things that you can say. Now we're gonna talk about now we're gonna talk about this Tom Brady thing. Uh, well. So I wanna see what do we turn? So we're looking at what see what happens here. So I wanna update what's going on with this too. Let's listen in. Thank you. 
Alright, that that's enough of this, guys. I want I just want to say that it is it 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 is it is very messed up. The fact that the media had a lot to do with this. I was shocked of him retiring. I haven't heard any statement from Tom Brady, but the media screwed up here. They could have waited. Is that okay? They, they could have said, okay, we have unconformed reports of Tom Brady retiring. If you said that, I wouldn't have a problem with you doing this. But no, they didn't do that. They All they did is, say, oh, Tom Brady's retiring. Tom Brady's retiring. Blew it up all weekend. And that's how the media just does their business. And complete play dirty on where it actually goes. So I really recommend people to actually get the sources this right about what that's report so I want to wait and see these developments coming up in the next couple of few days and I and and let's see how the train actually goes okay and see where it leads us to where the success will be and see where Different things kind of happen. Okay? So and that's what you have to be very confident of what people are going to do. Okay? So that's what and that's how a lot of this will be very, very much different to work on. Okay. Now it's time to talk about the budget negotiations. Here's Here's this thing for MLB Network where they're going to talk about the budget negotiations here, okay? So that's why. All right, let's take a listen. Someone writes to the video. This is where it's belong to. So we're using it. Okay. Thank you. 
perspective from their standpoint, they, they don't feel the urgency to build right now. Because you know what, Matt? They're not looking out for the, the full body of players. I'm sorry. If, if I'm a guy that needs spring training, which I just documented, most all of them do, the big guys are going to get their money. That's going to happen. But, but I have not heard enough looking out for the, the, the little guy or the veteran player that's on his way out. Because that's who needs spring training. And if you're not getting a chance to go to camp and make clubs, if you're a veteran, you're in trouble. If you're a younger player, you're going to be continuing to struggle. We've had too many injuries. The game is not the same as it was in 2019. We're in a different world. And so you have to negotiate. I'm all about get the most money, get the best deal. That can all happen in what I'm saying. But it's not going to happen one week from now, the next week from now, the next year from now. You don't sit there and go to the table and come back a week later. You go to the table and you stay there and you get it done. And that's what they're failing to do. And this is the thing about Major League Baseball. They're completely failing us as, as, the, as the viewers and as the consumers. How can you not have a way when you're all making guaranteed money? You have no projections, no agendas. They should be working these out when the year before so we get an idea what's going on so people can think about it. And then when it comes to the table, no, 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 fuck all that. We need to, they need to set priorities. We have to set so many priorities, and they're not doing that with this baseball, with this negotiation contract. There's no priorities being absolutely sent. None. No priorities. And that's why there's so many issues around it. So I prefer people to start looking at it at the bigger picture. Let's continue. No, you don't. Hell no, we're not getting things done. I can, we continue on this whole thing. That's what that's what we need to talk about. We need to talk about this completely. And tomorrow on the Twins baseball, um, Twins monthly baseball report, we're definitely gonna talk about all this. That show's gonna be in the morning. Okay, that show's gonna be in the morning before, uh, around 5:30, 6 o'clock. I hope I can get on to do that show. And one of the topics we are gonna talk about is this spring training. 
spring training, how they're going to negotiate, how how's the Twins going to fix their shortstop issues, their starting pitching issues. What are we going to... We're going to get somebody in left, on left field. So we have some of the big roster changes. We're going to have to have a bigger discussion about all that tomorrow. Because there's actually nothing getting done completely about it. And I prefer us to get something done and right away about how these challenges can be well documented. Okay? So please, you gotta we gotta we gotta get baseball back. There's no reason. So tomorrow we're gonna discuss that. Okay? Let's 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 continue this, okay? So tell us, Mark, where are the negotiations at this moment in time? Sir, we don't stand much for home meeting. We have the last meeting. The two sides got together and worked through a little bit of discussion of non-economic issues that we had at the last meeting. There was talks about continuing this meeting. We're wondering what the next more economic meeting will be. I'd have to imagine it would be sometime this week. MLBA's proposal was the last event. They met back to back days last week, and now are able to bring them back. Let's wait another week and come back. Look, man, it's not not until we get closer to actual spring training games that there's going to be a new deal. But that, that's the mistake. That's my point. That's the mistake. And you know, Matt, the one thing is, once the lockout ends, like Harley said, it's going to end. There's a lot of business to be done. There's still a whole bunch of guys out there in the free agent market. Uh, you know, arbitration numbers haven't really changed. Uh, you know, GMs haven't been up and talked to each other about trades during the lockout. So there's going to be a flurry of activity. This activity just to, you know, sort of trickle over the course of, uh, you know, what has been an overlapping week happening. Now they're going to have to jam it in and be reporting to spring training. So you wonder if players are going to be in a hurry to sign exactly what kind of kind of deals they'll take. There's going to be a lot of business to do once they get the lockout over with. No, I, I, and if they, and if they get those deals done, they need to hold back all those spring training. We're going to have to loosen some of those games because the way this process was done is so bad bad and bad how everything's going on people knew this you knew that we have to negotiate the thing this shouldn't have to take till now this we gotta get away and get something to go figure out what areas you agree with and then we'll look at some of those ones that propose there's no reason for this now. Tomorrow is, like the guy said, it's going to be February 1st. And nothing is getting absolutely done. Okay? I'll talk about this more tomorrow on and what the Twins wrote and how the lockout affects the Twins, okay? That's where it's going to go. Okay. Okay, let me show you. This article here, Microsoft Edge is getting a major security boost straight out of Minority Report. Alright, so they're going to read that article to you. Microsoft is looking at new, gives us a web a significant security upgrade with the release of the new bill featuring some usual, usual protection updates. The company revealed that Microsoft Edge version 98 will offer boosted experience that puts 
security and safety in the portal as well as giving you an extra layer of protection for browsing the web. This allows you to enhance your security on the web. The official entry in the Microsoft 365 roadmap says it allows administrators to apply group policies to end user desktops across not just Windows devices, also running those running Mac, OS, and Linux. Those will keep us protected against those so-called zero-day threats, which are brand new malware threats that typically look to advance of a recent disclosure security flaws and often extremely damage due to the lack of reference point. Microsoft at V98 will allow users to migrate unforeseen active zero day. The company says offer an extra layer of protection to keep them safe online. It's not clear if the new security protection form part of the long away super duper security mode for the Microsoft Edge, which is launched back in November 2021, and the company looked to boost security for about available for Edge 0.96 and upward. The new file will offer two separate configuration balance and strict which determines the level of addition protection and users receive. Balance mode learns which sites use frequent and lucid research on the domains with a stricter model applies which across the web, which may see some elements nowhere to work attended. Users can also create expectation management for websites. They would be exempt from the extra security measures. Okay, we got one more. We got one more. To all you gamers out there, this is something you should watch out for. Okay? Sony is now the next day of play, and the first of 2022 will take place on February 2nd, with the event set to focus on the upcoming Grand Turismo announcing a post on the PlayStation Live. The special Grand Turismo 7 edition of the state of play will showcase just over 30 of new PS5 footage and gameplay of the next engine Palm following the digital races with Sony promising in a depth of the look at the game's models and futures. So it'll take place 5 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. When we are already seeing some footage of the game with serious support, those realists claim we're hoping that the state of play will confirm reports that the next entry in the long-running series will feature 420 and a whopping 9 seconds while giving us in-depth of the of the game models and campaigns. It sounds like we're getting a bunch of juicy deals in the stream, but hoping that Sony will also have photos of the PlayStation 4 of the, the game until now the pineapple has been grim terminal seven will perform on PS5 with the game coming out for PS4 players on Sony last generation hardware will want to know how the new gen Tesla will run their console even though they'll be able to Upgrade to the PS5 version for a ten dollars. Hey, with the next state of play set to put and grin touch roll seven, we imagine that we won't get any reveal announcements about our PS5 in the pipeline. 
but some typical holes is there every month or two. For a spectrum, it's a few more to take place this year around the chunk of showcase sometime between June and August. Okay? Okay. Tomorrow. I'm going to go through all our stuff. So, the AEW on the Rise series is coming. Keep on the cart. Hold on a second. Alright, so... We're going to have to do that a little bit later. Thank you for listening to the current event show. And you guys have a great day. I am out.